Ellis East Elementary Walkthrough, May 18th. The Playground. I leave the school from the back entrance, from the south. As I exit, there is blacktop with four basketball hoops on opposite sides, and beyond this, to the east of the school, is the ball field. I approach the playground from the ball field to the south. The field is a large open space with a fence to the south, separating it from the forest behind the school, and a row of six large oak trees on the eastern edge of the field. The largest of the trees is in the southeast corner of the lot, with twisted gnarled roots that students used to play among. The first bank of playground equipment is on the northern edge of the ball field, surrounded by small, smooth stones. There is a jungle gym with a big red tunnel joining a slide, a fire pole, a curved ladder, and a rope ladder. Next to it, there is a domed climber with dark purple, lavender, and white joints where the bars meet, and then a set of yellow monkey bars which follow a slightly twisting path. The monkey bars are next to the last of the six trees on the back edge of the field, and behind the tree is the custodial shed. Beyond this bank of playground equipment is a large two-story metal spiral slide painted white with purple lines. Beside the slide is another set of monkey bars, this slightly higher than the yellow set, and it appears to be made of unpainted steel. Past the slide are two banks of swings with about 10 swings each. The bank on the eastern side has flat swings and the western bank has soft belt swings. Six feet behind the swings is the wrought iron fence. Besides the swings is a bank of five wooden seesaws with purple and white handles and beyond that, the merry-go-round which is purple with white bars. In walking through the playground, we are back at the front of the school the walkway up to the school is lined with benches, which appear to have been made by the students in art class, covered with mosaic tiles. Marianne is nowhere to be seen. This is inflammation. This is the body fighting off an infection. This is inflammation. This is the body fighting off. Audio Diary of Dr. Anna Georgina Plume, July 21st, 2.40 a.m. The power is still out. I'm on the playground. Billy is once again checking to make sure no one is out here with us. We've been outside for an hour and a half. Inflammation. Did Nana know... She seemed to recognize the man in the library. Inflammation. What are your secrets? And now the carousel is running again. Three guesses why that is. If he comes up again, How do we stop him? Inflammation. No 
one else out here. At least it's a clear night. The stars are nice. Small blessings, I guess. It seems like the noise has stopped. I don't know if we should go back in yet. I wish there was some way to get the power back on, at least. We need to have the circuit breaker box moved to the first floor. I'm calling an electrician as soon as possible tomorrow. I mean, later today, I guess. We just seem so exposed out here. I don't think it's what's outside that wants to harm us. How does this all work? The school is benevolent, right? It is, but Algernon, whether ghost or memory, seems to be at war with it. It's like he's making it sick. We have to figure out how to help it. The answer is in the past. I know it. I just need to figure out how they've addressed it when it's happened before. Well, I'm going to take another lap. I interrupted you earlier. You never did finish your library story. Fair enough. When I returned with the keys, I found that I could not bring myself to enter the library. I heard voices, though I do not remember what they were saying. There was Nana Plume's voice, and the voice of a man, and the voice of another woman. The man kept getting louder and louder while Nana Plume and the woman remained calm. I remembered that the adjoining music room door had a keyhole, so I ran in there to look, but I couldn't really see anything. And after a few minutes, I was found by my kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Naves. She was always kind of a sourpuss, and she scolded me for spying and being in the music room when I was not supposed to be. I tried to tell her that something was wrong in the library, but she grabbed my arm and started escorting me next door. At some point, she stopped because of the noise and got uncharacteristically quiet. She told me to hide under the piano while she went next door, almost as if she had forgotten that she found me where I wasn't supposed to be. She didn't move for a few minutes, despite saying that she was headed next door. After she left the room, the noise got strange. The man's voice still got louder until I heard, I don't know, it sounded like a crash, and then a sound I can only describe as glittery. And I heard a whisper, as if someone was standing above the piano, talking to me directly, saying... It is finished. The next thing I knew, Nana Plume was gently pulling me out from under the piano. There was a woman standing off in the distance behind her. It was Gate Lady Sophia. She didn't say anything. She seemed very attentive as Nana Plume was making sure I was okay. Nana kept reassuring me that it was okay. I was okay. Once she seemed to have calmed down, she nodded at Sophia, who returned the nod and left the room abruptly. In the hallway, we found Mrs. Naves, who, in hindsight, looked like she was shaken by what she had heard. And Nana Plume scolded her rather sternly for how she had treated me. Specifically, she said that if she found me outside of school hours, she was to assume that I was under her supervision and proceed accordingly. But she ended the conversation saying, 
Do you know what you almost interrupted? Do you know what you could have done? How many people could have been hurt? Mrs. Naves slunk away, speechless. Nana Plum told me that she would explain what happened one day when I was older, but I honestly hadn't remembered until now. Wow. If I could remember exactly what happened, what they did. Good evening, Westfield. The storm continues. Please seek shelter in the basement or underground shelter. I have received word that everyone in the school is headed down to the upper sub basement. Please remain safe. I will stay here and keep you updated. Meanwhile, here is Think of Me. Audio Diary of Dr. Anna Georgina Plume, 
July 21st, 3.30 a.m. It is an unusually calm night, all things considered. Being July, it's also warm enough, though I am wrapped in a blanket. Roybos has fallen asleep, and all is quiet from the dog's side yard. I have Geneva's journal with me. I feel like I was on the path of something with reference to the second staircase. Maybe if I could read some more, there might be more answers. Journal of Geneva Messinger, entry dated May 12th, 1927. We dedicated the sub-basement last night, which was earlier than expected. A sudden storm hit, and the school is designated a community shelter. Almost 50 people, not counting Grandma, Nana Lucy, Walter, and Frederick, had gathered in the gymnasium after the radio announcement. My parents were at home, likely sheltering there, but the crowd started worrying about the weather and the possibility that the gymnasium was not the safest place to be. Someone said, I know this place has a basement, Lucy. Nana Lucy seemed worried at the mention of the basement, and Grandma instinctively shook her head. The basement is not safe. We cannot go down there, she insisted. You'd let us die, someone else interrupted. I don't believe it's that severe, Grandma replied. Do you really want to take that risk? I think the basement would be safer, a very angry young man countered. Walter motioned to the stage, to the staircase, leading down to the sub-basement. We could go down there, he said, speaking only to Nana Lucy and Grandma. They nodded, and then he addressed the crowd, directing them down the staircase in the small room in the back corner of the stage. We gathered in the rooms under the basement, and the storm continued to rage outside. Suddenly, the trap door between the basement and the sub-basement started shaking. Grandma ran up to lock it. She came back down to us, looking frightened. "'What's wrong, Helena?' Nana Lucy asked. "'It's him,' she said, looking shaken. Nana Lucy called Walter, Frederick, and I over. She motioned to the pool, and we gathered around it. Above us, the storm continued, when suddenly there were heavy footsteps above us. I started to ask what it was, but Nana Lucy shook her head. A loud thud shook the ceiling above us, and she told us we had to hurry. She asked me to recite a poem over the pool, but she made me promise that I not write it down or recite the poem again, and to burn any copies that exist once it had been recited. Thus, I cannot write the poem here, but it was some of my best work. Once the poem was recited, she asked if any of us had any meaningful objects on hand. Grandma removed her emerald necklace, and Nana Lucy submerged it in the water of the pool. After removing it, she gave it to me and told me to keep it safe at all times. After this had passed, the noise above us calmed and we waited out the storm. I do not know what I witnessed, but I am afraid to tell my mother about it, as she seems unsettled by the idea of anything happening in the rooms under the basement. Entry ends. A.G. Plume Commentary the next entry is dated September of the same year, and Geneva is in college at Chicago, so I don't think there is anything else that would be of interest regarding the history of the school. But I do think she's given us what we need to find the staircase to the sub-basement. So if I'm reading this correctly... 
there's another way down to the sub-basement that bypasses the basement. Trapdoor in the little room behind the stage. Do we want to check it out? If we can get into the sub-basement through the bypass, I can run up the main stairs and get to the circuit breaker without having to spend as much time in the basement. And I can avoid the staircase to the basement where Algernon, um... Yeah, yeah. Are you bringing Roibos? I don't know what to do. It feels safer than leaving her carrier somewhere inside or outside. Give me your hand. Or I can just go around. I only have one good arm. Just trust me. There you go. Okay. Let's move the table out of this room. I see the trap door. It may be locked. Or not. Take the lantern, please, and be careful. The staircase leads down to the far end of the antechamber of the sub-basement, completely bypassing the basement. This will be useful to get a handle on the space without having to go through the creepy murder basement. Maybe I shouldn't call it that, given the actual murders. A.G., you may want to come look at this. There's something carved into the handrail. Shine the light a little closer, please. Vivi Messinger, Frederick Anderson, 1927. That would mean... Vivi and Frederick Anderson were Nana Plume's parents. That would mean... Ellis East Elementary Walkthrough, May 18th. Marianne, where are you? Hmm. She seems to not be here. That's odd. Well, there are a few rooms I haven't investigated yet. Most of them are on the second floor in the front of the building, so I'm going to re-enter the building through the front door and go up the front staircase, and I will start my exploration of that section of the building in classroom 2A. Lavender Evening Fog is a fiction podcast. This episode was written by Victoria Dickman Burnett, direction and script supervision by Ben Baird, produced, mixed, and edited by Nick Federinko, with additional editing by Victoria Dickman Burnett. Executive producers are Ben Baird and Victoria Dickman Burnett. The voice of Anna Georgina Plume is Victoria Dickman Burnett. The voice of Billy is Nick Federinko. The Lavender Evening Fog logo was designed by Allison Dickman, and Ms. Bidey, our carousel opossum, was designed by Matt Lowe. Think of Me was recorded by the Manhattan Dance Orchestra under the direction of Al Eldridge and is in the public domain made available through the Library of Congress's National Jukebox. This episode is brought to you by the feeling that everything is about to change. This episode pairs well with a smoky lapsang souchong. Lavender Evening Fog returns on Halloween of 2023 for a fourth and final season. In the meantime, ride your carousels, drink your tea, and we will see you again.